theme music is the ending of the game. Yeah. Dude, just goosebumps everywhere. What, what Nipple f- chills, freaking my God. Episode. What a freaking episode. Wow. Yeah, seriously, yeah. They uh, they you, did it. The best video it. game adaptation is here, people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah they did it. They it, stuck the it, landing. It's interesting. Bell Ramsey said this is going to be a very... St- dip- oh, okay. Sorry, sorry. Go no, ahead. No, 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 okay. I thought, I thought they said the surgeon's name was Darren Aronofsky. <laughs> I oh. got described like, really? Um, well, obviously, I was right that Abby wasn't going to be in. You said she was, so you yeah. were wrong. Um, but Moron! <laughs> <laughs> obviously, too, they, they kept his face covered because they're obviously going to have a different actor as well. So. We don't know that. Yes, I know. I know. We uh, don't know that. But I found... Bella Ramsey's comment, too, very interesting. She said last week that this episode's going to be very divisive for people. I don't know if she was trying to throw her off, but I I mean, at least for gamers, I don't see why this episode would be divisive. It was pretty much in line with the the exactly what happened in the game for the most part. And obviously, we got a little more expansion on uh, Anna and Marlene's relationship because the only thing we had gotten in the video game from that was some uh, when you're searching the hospital in the game, you, you find some recordings and you get to hear a little bit about that backstory, but actually seeing it play out and, of course, getting to see the great Ashley Johnson, who's got a, such a distinctive and incredible voice, and watching what she had to go through and then seeing the knife at her neck. I mean, that was so freaking, like, tragic, having a pregnant... That's the most tragic way to have, I mean, to have a baby like that. I mean, that's insane, and I just thought in the limited amount of screen time that Ashley gave I, us... Imagine doing that with a clicker attacking you on top of a bus. Yeah, I that mean, would be more tragic. Yeah, seriously, but use your imagination, right? No, but it was. <laughs> I was so glad that they were able to get Ashley Johnson, Troy Baker, and uh, when we got uh, uh, as Perry, what's his name, Jeffrey uh, Pierce, in uh, that was great to uh, get all three of them. And I'm so glad. Unfortunately, they all got uh, epic deaths, of course. But yeah, no, I mean, it was great to get the original cast back. But this episode, uh, I don't know. This might be my favorite episode of the season. It was. It was pretty. It was pretty close. It's it's damn perfect. And notice, I know you're gonna make some jokes right now, saying defending yourself again. I didn't complain about a specific action sequence in the tunnel before. You know, with infected, which I freaking love that sequence in the uh, the game when you're about to get, catch up with the fireflies and you you know you get into that whole water sequence. I'm not complaining that that was in here. I actually think that was smart to cut it in this one. It's not action storytelling. It's not character driven storytelling in terms of the action. Don't mind that they got rid of that there. So that's why last week for the people saying that I was whining and complaining, including yourself, you know, you've been texting me like, dude, stop whining every episode. Um, but I found it, yeah, I found it interesting that uh, you know, you know, I had to like defend myself a little bit there. It's like th- th- there was a specific reason why that that bothered me a little. You know, it didn't hinder my love for this show. I still love the show, but in this case. That's a fun action sequence in the game, but I don't. I think it was a smart choice, especially for pacing purposes, that they got rid of that sequence. Would it have been cool visually to see, of course, but I didn't mind that they got rid of it here. So sorry that I disappointed you guys that I didn't whine in that sequence today. Well, Jeremy Johns said the same thing, and I actually uh, understand where you're coming from. And I think a lot of people have actually said the same thing, too. Oh. So, yeah, don't fret, man. Don't fret. No jokes from me today. I'm going to be very serious. I want jokes. Not today, Andrew. Sorry. It's not my style anymore. Oh, okay. I decided that from here on out, what people want is a serious Greg. 
Yeah, and by the way, if they do, if those two don't get nominated, which I think it's a it's a guarantee that they will, uh, it's criminal. If those oh, two Daddy Pedro is going to get that nomination. For <laughs> well, sure. both of them. I, th- I think this was my oh, favorite episode. Baby of, Belly, yeah. I think this was my favorite episode for Bella or Belly. By the way, HBO Max. Thank you for what you guys proved that you watch our reactions because we saw on your Twitter account that you called her Belly. So thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. HBO Max. Give credit where credits due. He was the first video. This guy right here was nah, the first nah, one to I say it. I don't need credit. I Enjoy. did not find another video where they called her Belly. Uh, enjoy, All right. You can have the name. Enjoy, guys. Whatever, HBO Max. Yeah, I mean, um, I have a couple of things that I thought would have uh, helped enhance this episode a little bit. Uh, but before uh, all my commentary is overshadowed by those two little things I will talk about for two minutes, I want to talk about what I loved about this first. Uh, yeah, I, I thought that they absolutely excelled like sure is it shorter than the game yeah but you know this is one of those things where you do kind of have to judge it as a complete package by the end of it all and and by the time you get to the end you know i i think some of the best storytelling is when you see the completion of an arc and the completion of how the beginning of the story really mirrors the end of the story and watching the differences and what i really loved that they that they really enhanced more with Joel throughout this show, but it especially hammers it home here, is that, because it is a debate in the game of, like, did Joel make the right choice? People go back and forth with that. Some people are, they're, they're, some people they don't even bother with the gray side he, of the question there. Some people did. are like, he absolutely did. They were going to kill her. He and did. there are other people who are like, actually, I think Joel's the villain of the story nope. because there was a chance they could have had to have a have a cure have a, have a vaccine at least produced to help people out right so and, and to me I, i'm always fascinated by both sides here to me i think about the character and i'm like it makes sense that this character would make this choice and what i thought that they really really nailed uh when it came to joel w- with showing just how destroyed he is and and all the psychological trauma he's had to endure that when he's going up the hill with Ellie at the very end here and talking about like you would have liked Sarah and here's why there was like as touching as it is there was this other quality in my brain and heart I was like there's something also semi-disturbing about this because this guy is so like messed up like so destroyed that he will commit the the most heinous darkest most brutal violent acts to live in this fantasy of I have a daughter now, <laughs> like she's my daughter. And, and look, we're going to have this, uh, a, a life of light from here on out. And the second she starts to try to open up about like Tess being on her, uh, uh like, or something that weighs on Ellie. It's like, he's just, no, don't think about that. You know, like, no, stop. I don't, you don't, you just don't feel, don't, don't feel in this apartment. Things are going to be good. Like that's a lot of the intent about it. So maybe disturbing is too harsh of a word. It's just you could see so much of, wow, a lot of these choices he made is because of unresolved issues that this that this guy really has. And and stuff like that carries over within to the second game and, and thematically wise. But I think Pedro Pascal just absolutely killed it here because I find his version of Joel, uh, you know, like if you compare it to what Troy Baker did, Troy Baker's was perhaps more hardened and tougher. Uh, I find what he did here more disturbed. Like this feels like a more like Joel in in the game is in still a lot of ways is is still like kind of a fantasy archetype kind of cool guy that 
that any guy with emotional pain would love to be that kind of dude. Like, oh, man, I wish you could be that cool of a guy. Even if I had that mess of a life, I would love to be John Wick. Like, who wouldn't want to be, right? And here, like, this just feels like a truly disturbed human being. Like, this, every every ounce of him is... The, the way they did the parallel of how he had a he had his daughter in his hands at the beginning, Sarah, and a gun pointed at him, bam, the soldier shot uh, at him and, and killed his daughter. And then here, the soldier, Firefly, you know, Marlene, she lowers her weapon, you know, gives him the choice, and he makes the choice to execute her, and he commits this act of violence in, in the most cold way. But then when he's around Ellie, he's all smiles and open, you know, and, and, yeah. and I love it. I, I, I think the performance is excellent. Oh, yeah. And um, watching, too, like if you remember that second episode when they're looking at the, what's it called when they're in Boston, the, the bell tower. Uh, oh, uh, the Capitol. Building. The Capitol building. Yeah. And then everything you, you hoped it would be when they're looking at the, you know, they, they have that nice moment there, of course, with the giraffe, which is, which is awesome. Great to see that adapted. But when they're when they're looking at Jackson and and. In that sh- framing, you, we've seen in the show how they have switched roles. Yeah. How Joel has become a lot more like, huh, 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 huh? and Ellie's much more contained. Off. Yeah, and then in that moment too, when they are looking at the Capitol building in the second episode, Ellie's the one with the hopeful look, and and where their position in frame is different. And then they switch sides here, and, you, and I love the visual language of how they have switched sides. I thought this was expertly done, and. You know, in, in the when you're playing as Joel in the game, when he's messing up all the Firefly soldiers, of course I'm there on Joel's side. I'm not like, what am I doing? <laughs> I'm like, you're going to kill Ellie, of course. <laughs> this is ridiculous. He's lying. And, he was saying, what am I doing? What am I doing? I keep moving forward and pressing X. Uh, <laughs> that when, you're, when you're playing as Joel there, yeah. And here, they've made it more of a conflict of a choice of what's happened like they're not glorifying this violence it's not a like go get him joel it's not a go mess them up and go rescue ellie moment at least in the way some people might still be feeling that way but i think in the way the the filmmakers decided to execute that it it just felt like a descent the entire time and how you were pointing out with like how the music and the sound it, like things were just getting drowned out yeah. and he was just becoming colder as the violence progressed and I loved how it if it, it doesn't it doesn't glorify the act it doesn't glorify the violence of that moment. It could have easily just been a badass moment with Joel in a lot of ways. Not that the game does that, but an adaptation that goes wrong could have done that. But I love how they just hammered it home. Yeah. Like I was so impressed with what they decided to do here. Uh, I have nothing but praise for this other than one little thing. And what was that one little thing? Because the the thing that makes the debate of did Joel make the right choice or not very strong is the fact of how when you're in the world of the game, at least, like here in the show, I'm like, man, come on, it's pretty obvious, man. Like, save Ellie. <laughs> Especially because the fireflies are, are just, they're so cold. Like, even they feel colder here in the show the game. than they did in the game. Yep. Even Marlene is, like, obvious. Like, I love the choice that they did with... And I want to give you a chance to talk about that because I love the choice that they did with, to bring Marlene in the beginning here to make this conflict even harder for her. So you see that she's not just a cold-hearted bitch about the entire thing, yeah. right? Um, but the fire... They did, they did such a good job on humanizing other camps <laughs> throughout this series, but they just make they just block this into Joel's perspective here. So you just only see the fireflies as being so cold. 
And the other part is is what makes it so con uh, such a con- which I, I like that choice. But what makes it con- uh, such a conflict is the fact that when at least in the game, every moment, even when you go inside a building or whatever, you're just afraid a clicker or a, a, or an infected is around the corner or whatever. You just see how at any moment, like the, how necessary the attempt for a cure is. And here, because of the fact that the the infected was kind of dialed back, I would. I, it made it even easier for me to, to. It made it even easier for me to to be swayed to the side of Joel. Well, yeah, just yeah, just save Elliot. It doesn't seem like the infected are that big of a problem. Like they're a problem, but they're not. They don't seem like that that bad <laughs> in this world. Like it seems like that's something they can still. Um, get under control in some way yeah that's the thing of why i think the complaint that some people have about a lack of infected is it just feels like chaos in the game and, and it feels there's no way you can prevent this or stop this or or contain it whereas here it's like oh, i feel like there's a way we can uh figure out how to contain this a little bit right yeah no i get what you're saying you're saying a lot more in the game it was more even though again we're still on joel's side there's a lot more of a gray area than oh no just it's Joel save Ellie like it's it's a lot more it's a lot more easier of a choice here in terms of like because of the effect it's been like you said dialed back so much so it's a it's a lot more simple choice and before I continue on I was technically right Abby was in this episode just not the Abby we were thinking of look at the cast right there look at the nurses do you see a name on there Greg Laura Bailey that is the voice of Abby in Last oh Part shit <laughs> yeah so. Uh, in the comments section, I'm sure people who have not reached this point are going to go crazy in the comments section. In front of us this whole yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I noticed it after I started, after I finished. I was like, I'm going to let Greg do his whole thing, and then I'm going to mention this. I'm sure in the comments section we're going to hear, one of the nurses, that was Abby. Well, clearly you didn't get to this point because now we're mentioning it. It's hard to tell when people are wearing masks to tell you know who, who the actor or actress is. That's a is, cameo. Uh, yeah, no, I, I thought that was and cool. And to put her as a cameo in that scene, and that scene uh, too, that's with great. Her, with the doctor. Oh, yeah. can we talk spoilers nope, yet? Or nope, no? no, no spoiler. Okay, okay. Uh, but yes, I agree. Putting her in but that scene. need to put her in that scene. Yeah, yeah. Of all the scenes. The that game, is the people one. who played the second game yeah. know why. Yeah, the, the people game. who yeah. played, like, that was yeah. the perfect we, scene we to put her in. Yeah, we don't need to say why. Yeah, I'm sure she'll get another cameo, too, in part two, or in season two, rather, but... No, I mean, I, I hear what you're saying, and it's hard for me to argue because the, the clickers were so dialed back. Yeah. So I I totally get where you're coming from in regards to that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, but still, again, because the the emotional conflict is, is so strong between Pedro Pascal, or rather with Joel and Ellie, I, it again, it's, like you said, it's easy to get on the side of Joel, but... I just thought no, that it's more of a wish, and I want to clarify. No, that. no, it's no. more of a wish that would have enhanced the debate, but I'm not exact. I'm not like bothered. I <laughs> yeah. have a feeling, though, and again, I'm sure they knew they had a hit on their show, but I, I do appreciate the fact and that they focused more on the characters than the action beats. Because if I like, I like I've always said, and even in the last episode where I had my complaining and my whining about that one sequence that was that was gone. If I had to make a choice between good, like nailing the characters or nailing the action sequence, it's, it's not even close. Like I want, I want, I want good characters. I mean, yeah, the action sequences are, are a wish list for me. But if you can nail the the characters and obviously nail the relationship between Joel and Ellie, they like. I mean, you heard Greg at the end of the the reaction. This is the best video game ad- adaptation of all time, at least in our subjective minds. 
So they nailed it from there. What other video game adaptation would be better? <laughs> like, yeah. like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> There's no other one better I, one. I, I am thinking, though, possibly, and again, I'm, I'm hoping they continue this trend in season two. And I, I've heard a lot of people saying that Craig uh, Mazin, Mazin, however you say his last name. Sorry if I butchered it. Uh, he did say that uh, season two uh, for part two is going to be split up into two seasons is what I've been hearing. I, I don't know if you've seen those those comments. That uh, makes sense. You can't. There's yeah. no way you can condense <laughs> well, that not, shit. Yeah, yeah. That's, the game is I'm forever. So long. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I, I am hope Again, if, you, if I have to choose one, again, still keep nailing the characters down. Keep doing what you're doing. I am hoping, though, now that they've seen, even though, again, they knew they had a, a hit on their hands with this show, I, now they know they're in the stratosphere in terms of hits. Yeah. So I'm hoping that, that we, we do get more on the infected side in terms of the action sequences in the next season just to, just to feel that threat level more to, to pay off in terms of what you're talking about in terms of, like, you know, it's not all black and white. There are some gray areas. So I, I totally understand, and you are very validated, in my opinion, in what you're saying in regards to... I still feel the same way even in the game. I'm still rooting for Joel because my whole thing is this. I mean, obviously, we've the whole in the video game, everything is from Joel and Ellie's perspective. So, of course, we're going to, I mean, for the most part, you're going to root for Joel. Yeah. Obviously, there's going to be people inside, well, hey, like, what about everyone else? Like, they deserve to be, you know, uh, have the, the vaccine so that they can't get infected from the current infected because you can't cure the people who are already infected, but you can at least protect yourself from being infected in the current world. I get that side of the argument even in the video game, but again, we're so invested in these characters in the video game, and, and you know Joel, like, he's not losing another daughter. That's just, that's not happening. So, but they do play that interesting question of did Joel make the right decision or not. In the game where it's here, again, because it's dialed back, it's, it's a lot simpler of mm -hmm. a choice is what you're saying. So, no, I mean, I, I, I get what you're saying. It's I, I'm trying to find a way to argue with you, but <laughs> because it was dialed back so much. But again, I'm still glad of the choice Joel made because, again, we don't know much about, the, even in the video game, you don't know too much about the Fireflies. I mean, yeah, Marlene seems like a, a, a good character. I mean, from what we know, and obviously the, I'm glad they expanded upon her and Anna in the, in the beginning. And also, too, they, what they didn't show in the video game after she had Joel escorted out, you didn't get that moment of seeing the pain in her eyes and seeing the tear coming down. So I thought that was a great touch that they added here in the show. But other than that, we really don't know much about them, even in the video game. So if they did get that cure in the vaccine... Who are they? Are they going to selectively use it? Are they going to be authoritarians with how they use it? Like, we don't know exactly how they would have used it. Yeah. So that's why I was more on the side of Joel, because I have no idea who these people are, what well, they're going to do with a, it. A big part of it also comes down to that they didn't give Ellie a choice. That was the shitty part. Yes. And I mean, they, they, and they really drive that home even From more. Both sides. Yeah, they, they drive that home here, too, especially. But the fact that they robbed her of a choice is the messed up part. Like, everyone's <laughs> deciding for her. Yes. And they're like, don't worry, she doesn't know, there's going to be no trauma. That's great. And they, they should have let her decide. And that becomes a thing that I won't talk about. <laughs> like, I just immediately caught myself. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah they should have given her a choice. But I, I think the the very, uh, the, the introduction to, to explain yeah, kind of like a blade situation, as you pointed out, of like, why can he, this vampire walk in the day? Yeah, that's that is a great call on on what went down. Uh, getting Ashley Johnson back, who you know, I, it's really like Ellie's my favorite video game character. Oh, me too. So it's, it's not even close. So yeah, like to me, just like even hearing her, even though she's not fully doing the. Like her voice, not too far off from the Ashley, her actual Ashley Johnson voice. It's pretty damn 
close. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. I, I don't even know if I would say it's entirely different. <laughs> yeah. But like like Troy Baker's actual voice is very he's it's definitely different. doing a Joel voice, right? Yeah, for sure. Um but you know, seeing her there and then seeing that the the kind of life that Ellie was born into, and of course hammering home with Marlene that much further does give you that weight of because it's interesting, like in the show, Marlene plays the scene so much colder when she's talk, when she's confronting Joel, but in the game, I don't feel she's as, as that cold in, in, in the actual game. But because you got that earlier scene, you do see that that connection yeah. that she does have of like this is everyone has to make a sacrifice here yeah. for something bigger. So I think that was a great opening scene to have and and to know and the way that you like catch up with Ellie in that moment too when it does cut to her, it's like. Like it felt very, it felt very purposeful to me when, oh, yeah. when when Marlene says cover her ears, as if like she's just a baby, she, like it it more like she's a baby. She's not gonna remember any of this, you know. So like yeah. she's just bored, but but says cover her ears, and then bam, Ellie the baby starts to burst into tears. Yeah. So you do get the sense that there is some type of subconscious resin like memory that lingers in the back maybe something that ellie doesn't obviously doesn't clearly remember but has affected her in some way mm-hmm. even though it was moments after she was born that this memory is somehow still in her brain somewhere yeah. that has de- defined her along the way yeah and the um, reason also too i agree with what you said and the reason too i also i mean i've obviously i've praised belly all season long but i think the reason this episode was one of my favorites, and obviously, of course, they're doing from the video game, but what Bella Ramsey was able to do in this episode, just immediately when we see her, just showing how traumatized she is by what David, by what she had gone through with David and how I mentioned it in the last episode, like a part of her soul and so much rage has been pent up into Ellie, which we might possibly see later. Don't want to get into spoilers. But again, just, just seeing how traumatized she is, because you got to remember, I mean, yes, it's been dialed back. She is lives in a world where she is hunted by clickers, infected, and hunters and raiders and all this stuff. I mean, she's seen some messed up stuff, but it took a preacher dude that wanted to make her her pet and and was a pedophile that really struck a chord with her and like traumatized her like beyond belief. And I just saw Bella Ramsey like, I mean, you can look at these words on a page and say, yeah, traumatized. The way she was able to emote and and express that through mm-hmm. her body language, through her facial expressions i really be- i mean again just my subjective opinion she was fantastic all season i loved every episode she was in she just got better every episode yeah but she yeah. really stood like above the fray in this i mean pedro pascal was so freaking good in this episode too but she was on another level for me in this episode like she rose up to the to kingdom come in this episode how she was so freaking good like I just I felt every second like of how traumatized she was just it, from the beginning to just when she couldn't hear Joe's like what what it just again I know it's from the game but again it's it, it's what Bella Ramsey was able to do in her performance in this episode yeah. body language facial expression wise just really impressive I'm just so impressed well there's a lot of things about that giraffe scene that I've heard people I mean I haven't really heard anyone talk about it but I can I could fathom that there's a lot of ways to sort of interpret that moment and to me. You know, there's such a loss of innocence that has occurred with Ellie uh, based off the events of like what we saw with David and such and who she's turned into that, you know, you, you see this childlike innocence come back by looking at something that just seems so pure. Like they're just giraffes being how giraffes are 
in this really messed up world. They're not looking around the the environment going like what happened to our city and the economy and the world and the people yeah. like they're just being giraffes and they're there's still there's a there's still a family of giraffes that get to live on like there's there's such a purity to it and then it brings out this childlike wonder within ellie like there yeah. is an innocence that is regained in that moment and, and that's what's heartbreaking about it at, at the same time we are seeing ellie smile because there's so much hurt underneath that smile at the same time you know yeah no definitely and I also had to a weird visual parallel too, like when, you know, when the infected, when the runners or the stalkers, when they, you know, when the cordyceps come out of their mouth and they're trying to infect you, obviously you have to stay away from it. But when the giraffe was sticking its tongue out and she was able to actually touch Mm. it, it was like, I I was getting some visual callback, like, no, this is an innocent animal that you you can pet it. You can, you can let it lick you with its tongue. So I thought that was really interesting that they really focused on that because I don't remember then the video game where you actually saw the giraffe's tongue come out like that. I don't remember the thing in the game about Joel trying to unlive himself. Yeah, that I don't remember any of that at all. I remember sure. that scene, and then I don't remember that conversation happening. And I think that that is a that to me is a necessary addition. Absolutely, Be, like that is. So there's some there's like qualities, you know, like nice addition, um, better addition, and then there's necessary addition. Because to me, I have always wondered that, like, how did this guy just not try to attempt this at one point? <laughs> because, come on, <laughs> like after everything you've been through and all your moping around, of course this guy would at some point, right, would have had to have attempted that. So I thought, like, them having a whole detail to that story, like something that they did set up when, I want to say the third episode, um, when she's talking about the scar in his head, and then to explain that, yeah, but there was something that made him flinch, that made him go, I guess I guess I just have to survive and endure. Endure and survive, yeah. right? Uh, and then he's telling this story to Ellie, and it's like, this is my purpose, you. Yeah, this is why I'm still here. Right. I thought it was, I thought acknowledging that all that was so, to me, I'm like, thank you for saying that because yeah. this is a conversation I've been like having with myself. Like, how did Joel never attempt this? And in the game, I and mean, we can talk about this because it's from the first game, it's not from the second game. In that moment in the video game, Sarah, Sarah. Ellie Sarah gives, comes back yes, to Sarah, life. She does come back to life. <laughs> yeah. Ellie Ellie gives Ellie gives Joel a picture that the whole scene was omitted in. You know, so when Joel goes to visit Tommy at the the power plant uh, that we didn't get to see in the show, but in the game, he shows him the picture because they went back to Texas, back to their house, and he showed him a picture of Joel and Sarah together where she was playing soccer and they just had a happy moment. It was like right before outbreak, and we see that Tommy is trying to give Joel that picture and he doesn't want it. And then we see that Ellie snatch. Uh, we didn't see Ellie snatch it, but in the background she did snatch it. And then in that moment in the game, she gives it to uh, to Joel to just make him feel better in the moment. But I thought they were going to go that route. But I, I, I and I still would have loved that. But I really like this too. It was so freaking well done. Like it was just executed so perfectly. It was such a beautiful addition. And then again, just like you said, the the whole line of like I, I did feel that way. And, basically in subtext till I met you and I just thought the line was so beautifully delivered and again the way belly uh, just reacted to it was just like chef's kiss so perfect I mean they're just so good together those two 
like you guys gotta understand too it's more than just actors for the game who do the voice work like they're they're, they're mo like they're mo- we yeah. keep saying that but it is they are mocap so it is they are doing the whole performance yeah and those are our iconic performances they are they are literally iconic so for them to step into this different medium of live action and then to make it their own where i just stop comparing the way delivery is done yeah i just like i don't even think about it sometimes i'm like oh i remember that line from the game but i'm so invested in what they're doing is very impressive you know it's a challenge that a lot of play actors often have and to see that they've done it here is incredible. I, th- I thought they were excellent. I think they both deserve a nomination. Another thing I don't think is talked about, and like sometimes we point out like something here or there, I think the way this show is shot is great. Like it yeah. just looks beautiful. Yeah. It's a beautiful looking show that doesn't, depending on the episode, sometimes they do decide to go like, let's make this look like fucking pop, <laughs> you know? But more often than not, they just make, they, they, while there's like a lot of cool visual flourishes, they still never lose sight of, we want this to feel real at the same time. Uh, I, I think they did an excellent job there. Everything on the technical department. And, yeah, sure, once in a while you can see, like, it's clearly a green screen. Like, the same with the giraffe. You're like, it's clearly a green screen. What's <laughs> going on here? Um, but more often than not, I don't even notice it. <laughs> more often yeah. than that. Like, I only notice it really when I'm, like, okay, I can see, like, a little thing here or there that I can tell. Like, or sometimes your subconscious eye can just see it. But most of the time like the way they've brought a lot of the destruction the overgrown weeds and the grass and then the rubble uh all that is is excellent and then the fact that they've chosen specific key sequences uh for their sets to completely resemble like the hospital like we're gonna make this look exactly like how it was in the game and but we're not just gonna show it off we want there to really be a specific mood and emotion like everything every choice even if it aesthetically harkened back to the game, seemed like they would put it in there if there was an emotional purpose to serve it. And I think that's the best way you can do this adaptation. Dave did it. Look at all these what looks like Indian people who worked on this uh, as a digital artist for this show. Um, they were amazing. Yeah, this is a, this is this was a, this is an incredible experience, and I'm so happy with it. Uh, they like a lot of times. You like you see this with a lot of Marvel shows too, where you're like, "This is good," but they man, they dropped the like the lasting impression can mean so much. That can mean that can sometimes outweigh the entire experience yeah. leading up to it. It's the me lately, yeah. but the, but if you nail that finale, like, oh man, like they they did it. They had yeah. nine of these episodes to do, and uh, I could have gone. For longer, uh, I, I I can't wait for season two. The non-controversy season. I cannot divisive. wait for that shit. <laughs> you guys have, if you haven't played, if you don't know what happens in that game, uh, you are not ready yeah. for the kind of shit that's coming your way. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> if, yeah. if this faithfulness is anything of a testament to, like, wow, we want to honor the game, um, I, I'm like, well, it's going to be well, a very different journey to yeah. season two. And again, yeah. without getting into spoilers, they have foreshadowed and set the seeds in place that yeah. for people who have played the game of part two, we know what's coming. I mean, yeah. obviously, I'm sure they're going to take liberties like they did in this one with expanding certain moments, cutting out certain things, and doing that kind of stuff. Well, but they even enhanced, like, they, they gave us an extra shot in that hospital thing that we, you know, like, oh, God, I just, 
I don't want to point it out. Um, yes, I know but, what you're talking but, about. But, but, but like they lingered on a specific dead body for a reason. Yep. And I was like, man, they're they are setting it up. Lingered yeah. on that shot. Yeah. Lingered yeah. is the keyword. So, yep. um, guys, what did you think about the finale? Have you already bought a Last of Us shirt? That's the most important thing. Um, follow Andrew Agor Seven Eleven on uh, Instagram and Twitter. Uh, right now, he's getting so many followers, mainly from the Jabby Koei side of things, <laughs> and I hate that. I loathe it with a passion, a fury in me. So can you guys please go follow him from the Real Rejects camp? I hate it. I hate it so much. I hate you. I hate him. I hate most people. I kind of like my wife. She's okay. She's, she's great. She gets a pass. I love her unconditionally. Do I like her, though? You know, because <laughs> she's my job. Uh, and uh, follow us on Patreon. And um, let's do a Patreon of show. Michael B. Michael B. Right now, I know you are slaving away as well. It's chopping, editing to get your Last of Us reaction up here on the channel. Omni Media. Him and I just did a reaction together for the movie called Knock at the Cabin. Uh, he's one of my favorite people. I love talking with this guy. Uh, he's a true talent, a real gem. And uh, if you guys like reaction videos, if you like reactors with great commentary, Michael B. Omnimedia, you, he is the channel to go to. Way better than this turd. I suck. I'm a whiner. I'm a yeah. complainer. Why do you think he's at the jabby Kauai side of things? That's where that's where the recycling bin goes. <laughs> <laughs> all, all you people. What's it called now? I don't even know the name of it. Cinepal, Cinetacy. Oh, my God. You know, you're desperate when you got to change your name like that. Come on. That you're Defend gonna say, your new family. I thought you were going to say you're desperate Def- uh, when you got to put me on the, the channel, but. No. You were here I don't, first. I, I don't have friends. I got family. You were here first, Andrew. Yeah. All I know is married I. Married me. I, I did. I did. I did. <laughs> I love you. I love you both of you guys. I'm not picking a side, so I'll let you. Two, what? I'll let you two. Duke Do you mean it out. if there was a side, you wouldn't pick the one you ma- the one who brought you to YouTube? I'll save that comment for off camera. I'm gonna bring that man in this room, <laughs> and we're gonna have this private conversation on camera. <laughs> we're gonna be like, "Come here, boy. <laughs> Come here. Come here." Oh, yeah, Michael B., go follow him. (laughs)